Welcome to the podcast, Estate Planning with Paul Rabelais, where we'll discuss the latest and simplest legal strategies and tactics available for you to protect your estate for yourself and your family, all in easy-to-understand terms. It's all about protecting your estate now, so you and your loved ones can reap the benefits later. And now your host, estate planning attorney, Paul Rabelais. So this podcast addresses just about everything that you need to know about spendthrift trusts. This issue comes up quite a bit. And the reason, quite frankly, that I'm making a podcast today about it is because my son, a brand new lawyer, ran across some issues today regarding a spendthrift trust. We had a good conversation about it, so I thought I'd stay late on this Friday afternoon and and perhaps educate others about what a spendthrift trust is. So the layman's terms of all of this is um, most people, when they set up trusts for the benefit of others, for the benefit of other beneficiaries, they don't want those beneficiaries to be able to voluntarily alienate their interest in the trust. They don't want those beneficiaries to be able to sell their interest in the trust or use it as collateral for a loan. For example, when uh, grandpa sets up a trust for grandchild and contributes $100,000 to the grandchild's trust and um, provides in the trust instrument that the funds can be used for the grandchild's education and perhaps for other reasons. And then when the grandchild reaches age 35, just as an example, I picked that number out of thin air, then the trust will terminate and the grandchild will get the, the remaining trust assets when the grandchild reaches the age of 35. So grandpa doesn't want when grandchild turns 18 for the grandchild to be able to sell grandchild's interest in the trust and grandpa doesn't want grandchild to be able to go to the bank or go somewhere and use uh, that interest in the trust as collateral for a loan that defeats all of the purposes. So it's real common to put these spendthrift restraints or say that the trust is a spendthrift trust to prevent a beneficiary from being able to voluntarily alienate their interest. There's another reason uh, you'll see spendthrift trust language in trusts is because under that scenario, if grandson, for example, uh, gets in a car wreck, uh, does something stupid, whatever, gets sued successfully and a judgment is rendered against grandson, by making it a spendthrift trust, then uh, creditors of a beneficiary cannot seize the beneficiary's interest in the trust. So let's take a look at some of the Louisiana trust code provisions. Every state is different. Make sure you talk to a, you know, an estate planning attorney in your state if these items are important to you. I'll start with the general rule that says that a beneficiary may transfer or encumber their interest in the trust unless the trust instrument provides to the contrary. So that's why in just about every every trust we see, we, we see these spendthrift restraints. We see it called a spendthrift trust. Um, and, and there's other words or language that can be used to make it a spendthrift trust. So we see that in just about every single trust that we create or every single one that we see. So I'm going to go back to grandpa's example of putting $100,000 into a trust for grandchild 
and it's to be used for grandchild's education. Then when grandchild reaches the age of 35, he can get what's left. And let's assume that grandpa made it a spendthrift trust so and said that uh, grandson cannot voluntarily alienate his interest in the trust. He can't sell it, can't use it as collateral for a loan. So all restraints upon the voluntary, voluntary alienation by a beneficiary are valid, but a restraint upon involuntary alienation, which means nobody can seize the beneficiary's interest in the trust, is subject to some of the other provisions in our Louisiana Trust Code. So let's go over a couple of the, or, or the two scenarios where a creditor can seize a beneficiary's interest in a trust. The first is when the beneficiary has the right to voluntarily alienate their interest in the trust. So if grandson was permitted in the trust instrument, either because the trust instrument was silent or the trust expressly permitted voluntary alienation by a beneficiary, then a creditor of the grandchild could seize whatever the beneficiary could voluntarily alienate. So hope you're with me, but that's the deal there. We don't see that much because most trusts don't permit a voluntary, voluntary alienation. A second area where a beneficiary's interest can be seized is if the beneficiary donated their own property to the trust. So going back to the example where grand, uh, grandparent donated $100,000 into a trust for grandchild, if grandchild kicked in another $20,000 into that trust and it was grandchild's assets being transferred, then a creditor of grandchild could seize you know, that $20,000 because that was an, an asset that the beneficiary had donated to the trust directly or indirectly is what our trust code says. And then there's some other areas where a creditor of a beneficiary can seize a beneficiary's interest. Um, after a court proceeding, there's, there's three areas where a creditor can seize a beneficiary's interest if the claim is based upon a judgment for one of the following three. Number one, alimony or maintenance of a person whom the beneficiary is obligated to support. Number two, if a creditor has a judgment for a claim where necessary services rendered or necessary supplies were furnished to the beneficiary or to a person whom the beneficiary is obligated to support, or a beneficiary's interest in a trust can be seized by a creditor if there's a judgment um, based on a claim where damages arising from a felony criminal offense committed by the beneficiary results in a conviction or a plea of guilty by the beneficiary. So just some uh, kind of unusual, not necessarily unusual, but um, three areas there where a, just a, a beneficiary's interest in a trust can't be protected if uh, there's a judgment against the beneficiary for one of those three things. So final point here, it says in our trust code that a declaration in a trust instrument that the interest of a beneficiary shall be held subject to a, quote, spendthrift trust, close quote, is sufficient to restrain alienation by a beneficiary uh, 
of the interest to the maximum extent permitted by our Louisiana Trust Code. So real important there that those words, I would use the exact words from our Trust Code, that the interest of a beneficiary shall be held subject to a, quote, spendthrift trust, close quote. So there you have it. Most people who set up trusts, when they see that and they ask about it, they like the fact that a beneficiary can't sell their interest in the trust, use it as collateral for a loan, and under most circumstances, the creditors of a beneficiary can't seize their interest in the trust. Hope all of that helps. Um, just make sure you see your estate planning attorney in the state that you're in to make sure you and your beneficiaries get all the protections that are permitted. I'm Paul Rabelais. Go take care of your legal affairs. Leave a legacy for your family. Have a great day.